are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in on this Wednesday show for you. Talk uh, about the fact that there was one informational piece about the Bachelorette and or the Golden Bachelor or and the Bachelorette that I did not mention yesterday that I need to go over. Uh, I am going to talk uh, a little bit about Monday's episode since I didn't really cover it in yesterday's column. I do want to cover it mostly about the Braden stuff. Uh, I do have another thought on the Golden Bachelor. I have seen tonight's episodes of Temptation Island and the Big D. Again, really good episodes. And as I did last Wednesday, we'll tease it, won't give you any spoilers, but kind of talk about the episode and what to expect. And also some celebrity breakups that I didn't get to on yesterday's podcast. We'll get to all that momentarily. You guys love chocolate. I know you do. Most people do. How can you not like chocolate? Well, how would you like to have chocolate that's healthy and guilt-free? It's going to help reduce your cravings, facilitate weight loss, boost your energy, and helping combat inflammation with one simple delicious drink. Not only that, it's gluten-free, paleo, keto, vegan, and vegetarian diet friendly. It's Earth Echo Foods healthy, feel-good superfood product called Cacao Bliss. Go to shop.earthechofoods.com slash realitysteve. Use discount code realitysteve right now to get 15% off of everything at Earth Echo Foods. That's shop. Dot earthechofoods.com slash reality steve promo code reality steve for 15 percent off everything at earth echo foods it's okay if you don't remember the url code that i just gave out go to the episode description wherever you listen to your podcast and click on the earth echo foods link it'll bring you right to the landing page all right let's get started let's talk about something i didn't go over yesterday completely forgot to do this and that was Talking about the fact that next week, for whatever reason, we don't have any explanation yet, and I don't know if we're ever going to get one, but The Bachelorette is moving back to its normal time next week. It's flip-flopping with Claim to Fame. As we know, for the first four episodes of the season, Claim to Fame came on first at 8, 7 Central, and then The Bachelorette came on at 9, 8 Central. Well, we're going back to our normal time for The Bachelorette next week, 8, 7 Central for The Bachelorette. Claim to fame is going to come after it. No explanation given. I don't really think it matters. I think maybe they just saw that people were more in. The Bachelorette has been a longer-running franchise. Probably should have never gone behind Claim to Fame to begin with. Claim to Fame outdrew The Bachelorette for the first four weeks that both of them were on the air because they both started the same night on June, what was it June 26th? And Claim to Fame is outdrew it every week. It's basically been, Claim to Fame is getting about 2.5 million viewers an episode, and Bachelorette's been around 2 million. I guarantee you, next week, when they flip-flop, they're going to flip-flop numbers as well. It has nothing to do with Claim to Fame being a better show. It absolutely has to do with the fact that it's on before it. Because next week, it's going to flip-flop. The Bachelorette will draw more overall viewers than Claim to Fame. Guaranteed. So, we'll be sure to look at that next week. As I've gotten away from ratings talk, because... It's just, there's no point because we, we talk about the same things every year. Bachelor data goes over it all the time. Every network television show has slipped in the ratings. When Chris Harrison was hosting, the ratings went down 
every year until he left. And then they've gone down every year since then. has nothing to do with who the host is or the changing or the culture that everyone wants to complain about. It's just the fact that nobody watches network TV anymore. I don't say nobody, but very few. Everyone's going to streaming. And all network television shows are down across the board, like way down across the board. It's not even... So there's no point to sit here and say, oh, my gosh, The Bachelorette's going to go off the air. The ratings suck. They go to the, Look at how much they've dropped. Yeah, they've dropped for 10 straight seasons. I, people don't want to, you know, because if your narrative is you want this show to go away and go off the air, then, yes, your argument is going to be, oh, the ratings have dropped 10 straight seasons. But don't let the facts get in the way of a good story. Or don't let, don't let facts get in the way of your narrative which is you want the show to go away, so you're just going to use the argument, look at the ratings going down. When in reality, ratings are going down for every show. <laughs> you're acting like The Bachelorette and The Bachelor are the only ones. Sorry, it's not the case. Look at net network TV ratings for the last five years. Ever since streaming has taken off, way more people have gone to that. Now, does it mean The Bachelorette or The Bachelor and Bachelor Paradise will eventually go to streaming? That's what people seem to think, but... As of right now, we got the Golden Bachelor coming in the fall. We've got Bachelor in Paradise coming in the fall. We've got the Bachelor starting to film in September like it normally does. I don't see much changing, to be honest with you. So let me get my thoughts on Monday night's episode, starting with Braden, because he has been the talk of the first four episodes of the season, clearly. And you talk about something that was so overplayed and so overblown all season when they've shown the previews for what's upcoming this season We've seen this blowout where Braden walks back in and the guys are yelling at him, telling him to go back to his car. Yet there was really no context given. Then we watched the episode Monday night. Please, anybody, tell me what he did wrong. Other than listen to production and actually go back on the show, which we've seen that a thousand times. That's nothing new. What did he do wrong? He did not, after getting eliminated and saying, I don't want to be here, which was pretty anticlimactic in and of itself. The way Braden's been edited this season, you would have thought Charity was going to basically kick him out and say, I'm done with you, and slam the door, and women empowerment movement. Braden's like, yeah, I don't think this is working for me. I'm going to leave. Okay. Like, come on, let's face it. You were hoping for a much bigger exit than that, and a much nastier exit than that. So clearly production allowed him to do that. You don't just get to... <laughs> dictate on your own terms what you choose to do once you're eliminated from the show. Braden probably told a production person, you know what, I didn't like the way that ended. Can I say something to her? And of course they let him in. However, when Braden came back on the night of the rose ceremony at the cocktail party, he didn't confront the guys. He didn't say one word to the guys. He walked straight in. He let John finish his makeout session with Charity. He stepped in, apologized to her, got up and left. It was the guys that got up and chased him. He didn't do anything. They were even trying to stop him from walking to the car. They were the ones. And he's just like, man, leave me alone, bro. I'm out of here. I, like, I don't want to talk to you. And then they were just mad at him for showing back up. I'm sorry, guys. You can't get mad at him for showing back up. That's all production. They're the ones that let him. And yes, maybe he took some time away from John. It doesn't look like he caused that much of a distraction that night. John got a kiss in at least. And let's face it. Let's be honest with each other. She wasn't picking John that night anyway. Braden's interruption had nothing to do with Charity not keeping John in Washington. 
he was already going home. Had nothing to do with any sort. I know John wants to complain about uh, you know time with her or whatever. Doesn't matter. Braden walked straight past the guys, straight into that room, stood there, waited for John's kiss to end, told Charity he was sorry, didn't like the way it ended, he wishes her well, and walked out. What did he do wrong? It's kind of like few good men. Corporal Dawson, what did we do wrong? We didn't fight for Willie. Anyway, um, <laughs> tangent there. But again, now, someone like Braden, we've had people like him on in the past before. The person that's labeled the villain that everybody doesn't like and everybody's got everything to say about or whatever. And I've always said, they're going to gang up on you at the men tell all or the women tell all. Just swallow your pride, say, watched it back, didn't like the way I saw myself. Man, I apologize to you guys. Don't try and defend yourself at the tell-all. You're not going to win. So Braden took to Instagram yesterday, and there's a lot here. But I'm going to read it pretty fast. Basically said, um, I'm excited to get back to work as myself as a person. I saw things that both I loved and didn't love about myself, but I'm proud to say that at least I recognized the person I saw on screen. The experience was extremely challenging and pushed me, but in an interesting way helped me overcome a lot of things that were buried that I thought I had overcome through years of counseling. To charity, and he basically just praises her for a full paragraph. Amazing woman being around you reminded me of all the giddiness that comes when you're falling for someone. I worried for the longest time my heart no longer worked, but to be honest with you, the show helped me that helped me show me that it does. Although I couldn't overcome everything the show entailed and crumbled under pressure, I will forever be grateful to you for reigniting that excitement. Uh, to the people that make the show what it is, he thanked producers. He said to Bachelor Nation, I appreciate all the love and support. I'm not everyone's cup of tea, but it means a lot that many of you have come to my defense. Much love. To the guys, I'm sure I'll be seeing you all. And then he said, my journey ends here. Can't wait to stay tuned and watch the rest of Charity's journey. Exactly the way he needed to handle that. No need to go on and rip production and rip the other guys. And he didn't. And here's the thing. At the men tell all, who are they going to pick on this year? It's going to be everyone jump down Braden's throat. Men tell all tapes next Thursday in L.A. And they're going to jump down Braden's throat because there's literally nobody else. Is anybody? All these guys are bros. Every single one of them seems to like each other, except Braden seems to be an outcast. But what are they going to do at the mental all with Braden there? Have all the guys say, hey, man, really like you, bud. No, they're going to tell the guys, they're going to gas the guys up and tell them to go after Braden. And if I'm Braden, I basically sit up on stage and say exactly what he said in his Instagram post. Man, I saw some things I realized I shouldn't have done. Um, I'm working on myself. I should have been a little more open. But the guy never said a bad word about the other guys. He was just so giddy about his own relationship and and didn't he didn't seem to quite understand the show either. The whole he's one of the people that, oh man, I, I'm having a hard time watching The Bachelorette date a bunch of other guys. How come I didn't get this date? How come I didn't get this rose? It seems like they knew that about him and they knew he would crumble under the pressure. And that's why he was probably cast in the first place. But there's nothing wrong with that because he wasn't a bully. He wasn't mean. He didn't say anything bad about the guys. I just hope there's no, there's absolutely no point for them to revisit this in eight days at the Men Tell All taping. But we all know it's going to be. 
We all know they're going to gas these guys up. John's going to attack him. Sean will attack him. And it's just like, guys, come on. I mean, this was back in this is back in April. It's it's going to be July 27th when you tape this thing. You're really that bothered still by anything Braden did? No, you're not. But you're listening to production and production's going to tell you what to do and you're going to be, you're going to be forced to be go after Braden. And if I'm Braden, I just sit there and say, you know what? You're right. Thanks. I, I should have handled that a little bit differently. Because if you get in any sort of pitching ma- pissing match, you're going to lose. I think he understands that. I think I don't think he's going to fight back. But do I think the guys are going to attack him? Sure, because I can't think of one other guy on that stage at Mentel All who's going to be attacked by any of the other men. Maybe Sean. Maybe because of the one time he came in singing his Barbie song. But other than that, who else are they going to go after? They don't have anybody to attack. So Braden it is. All right, a little bit on la- on Monday's episode. I just spent that time on Braden. There were a couple things that when I was watching it, uh, I wanted to kind of just point out. The whole Bigfoot thing. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, look, I guess there are people out there that believe in this garbage. I just, it's just hilarious. As I tweeted out Monday night, every single one of us, most of us, have iPhones. These iPhones have cameras that take such clear videos and such clear pictures. Yet in the history of the world, have we ever gotten one clear picture of Bigfoot? No. If he's so prevalent, and so many people have seen him, not one not one clear picture. And apparently he only comes out at night, too. There's also that. I mean, daytime, forget it. And if it is daytime, it could be, it's never been, again, no clear pictures of a Bigfoot ever. It's like, sometimes I think society is uh, moronic. Actually, I take that back. I shouldn't say sometimes. Most of the time, I think society is moronic. Bungee jumping with Dotton to go twice, I'd say that's a pretty big deal. I just, especially considering Charity was crying before the first time because she was scared. And to do it once, it's like, oh, wow, you got it out of the way. But then to do it again, has anyone ever done it twice on this show? Because they've definitely done bungee jumping quite a few times before. I... um. The, the whole the whole conversation with Xavier uh, was interesting because she reminds she said he reminds her of one of his exes one of sh- he reminds her of one of her exes who cheated on her apparently all the time and so she has to get past that in her head allegedly you know what I saw a commercial for during the episode on Monday night the Meg If you don't know what the Meg is, that's short for the Megalodon, which is that movie with Jason Statham where there is a shark that they're either hunting or exploring that's like the size of a whale. (laughs) And it just eats a bunch of things. I did not see the first Megalodon movie, so I need somebody who saw it or knows the plot of it to fill me in on something here. 
did they not kill it at the end of the first one? How is there a Megalodon 2? Did the Megalodon have sex in between first movie and second movie, and that's how we have a new one? Why is there a second Megalodon? Why did they not kill it? Is this the same Megalodon from the first one and they never killed it? What what happened here? Please, someone fill me in on how the hell there's a Megalodon 2. And if they did not kill it at the end of the first movie, why are they going back into the waters where it was? And if they did kill it in the first one, why are you still going back in the waters to where it might have been? It might have been. Why is there a second Megalodon roaming around the waters wanting to eat people? I need to know this. And I don't want to really go watch the Meg part one. But I'm sure Jason Statham was... Okay, I'm not going to do a Jason Statham. Sorry. Uh, What else? That was pretty much it from the Washington episode. It was decent until the end because the whole Braden stuff was so stupid. So overblown. Ugh. All right. One thing about The Golden Bachelor. I know we've got a couple months before this show starts. Just started filming this week. I don't even know if the first night has happened. I just know it's sometime this week. Uh, Let me just say this. It's going to be really interesting listening to people cover this show and or tweet about it or talk about it because I already can see it in the tweets on social media. The second you say anything negative about the Golden Bachelor, you're immediately labeled as ageist, and that's just not the case. It's very possible you can watch the Golden Bachelor and be like, this is boring. I don't like it. I'm not saying I'm going to say that because I have no idea. I haven't seen an episode yet, but... There is a possibility. I mean, you've seen some of the people's responses. I mean, there's already plenty of ageist responses on the Internet once the official announcement came on Monday with all with the GMA interview and his promo photos, all that stuff. There's plenty of positive reaction, too, but a lot of ageist comments out there. But just because someone may not like the show when it does start airing doesn't make them ageist. Just keep that in mind. Because I have a feeling that most people in Bachelor Nation or, or who are close to Bachelor Nation who have a podcast are absolutely going to suck up to this show because they just don't want to say anything negative. And that's just the way those people roll. I just, there's no way, I'm just, there's no fucking way Bachelor Happy Hour and Ben and Ashley and, you know, hey, do your podcast, do your thing. There's no way they're criticizing that show. No chance. And I think you are allowed to criticize it. If it doesn't float your boat and it's not interesting, you're allowed to say that without being labeled as, oh, you must hate old people. No. Just might not be something that interests you. So keep that in mind. But also keep in mind, I'd be stunned if anybody in Bachelor Nation who has a podcast said negative things about the show. All right, let's wrap it up with this. Tonight. Temptation Island and the Big D. I've seen both episodes, and we remember how last week's episode ended. The guys at the bonfire, and every single one of them basically just wiped their hands of their woman. Great was like seeing Paris in bed. He's like, yeah, I'm single. Roberto wiping his hands, shooting a jump shot. He's moved on from Maricela. You know, the show ended 
with Hall sitting there and being like, Caitlin's the greatest woman I know, but I've also known for eight years something was missing, and I know now that she's not the woman for me. It's like the social media response to this show and the things that I'm getting from people seem to be like, we don't want any of these couples to stay together. None of them are likable. That's debatable, but we saw how last episode ended. I'm telling you, when it starts off with the women at the bonfire in tonight's episode, get ready. It's quite emotional. I believe all of them cry. Maybe even Nessa doesn't, but all the other ones definitely do, and they definitely bring up some good points. But the guys might be done with them, but they also have some things to say as well. So keep that in mind watching tonight. And then as the episode goes on, does the temptation light go off again? Absolutely. Is there some black light scenes at night in some of the rooms? Absolutely. Is there, I don't know, intimacy things that happen during tonight's episode? I'd be lying if I said no. So it's a good episode tonight. Um, A lot of relationships, whatever you want to call them, being formed because we've talked about the track record of this show. In four previous seasons, four couples come on the show. That means there's 16. Only two of them are even still together. And anybody who left the show with somebody else, they're not together either. So it's not like singles who have hooked up on the show and left the show together or tried to date post-show. Any of those have worked either. So kind of goes to show, mm, you probably don't want to go on this show if you want to stay in a relationship. But, hey, these people do it, and we enjoy it. And as for the Big D tonight, I'll say this for the Big D. It is so up and down tonight. Like, you will have a range of emotions that is one way, watching certain scenes, and then in literally within minutes, you'll see a scene of someone that you just saw them in another scene where you probably disliked them, and you're like, oh, man. So keep that in mind. A lot of up and downs, more relationships forming. Um, What else about tonight? They really seem to touch on everybody there. Like nobody gets a back seat tonight, really. They, I, I'm just trying to think. David and Angelique get time. Casey and Ben get time. Devin and Alexis finally get time for the first time in a few episodes. Um, Takur and uh, Joe get some time. Dee Dee and Blair get time. Like nobody is, and, and Dean and Amber. There's not anybody on the show left tonight that it's like, okay, they're focusing on this couple more this episode. No. It is a really good episode because everybody's involved, and it seems like everybody gets some equal time, and I feel like, okay, I'm, I know a lot of these couples now, at least these couples that are trying to form and the ones that are trying to stay together. And you really dive deep. There is another unfortunate twist at the end of tonight's episode. Keep that in mind. You might be a little... Urgh! At the end of the episode, just keep it in mind. And then the previews for next week, again, you're just like, whoa, okay, another explosive episode. But I thought tonight's episode, best episode of the season. And I thought last week's was the best. It seems to be getting better every single week. Can't wait for you to watch this. So check that out on USA Tonight. Anyway, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Please follow in Apple Podcasts. Rate and review if you'd like. 
The Sports Daily will be up in an hour from now. In two hours from now, your reader emails will be up on the website, realitysteve.com. Go check that out. Thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it, and I will talk to you tomorrow. See you!